A wild day in the Big Ten somehow and probably leaves the Hoosiers with a lifeline, a set of lifelines, to still earn a double bye in the Big Ten tournament. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Locked on Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob. want to thank you guys for making us your first listen every single day. Wild, wild day we have to recap in the Big Ten that leaves the Hoosiers with a chance, yet again, for a double bye in the Big Ten tournament. Before we dive into what happened, this episode's brought to you by FanDuel sports book the official sports book of locked on make every moment more visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started uh improbably uh, we i i buried the chances of the hoosiers getting a double buy in the big 10 tournament after that lost tuesday what i did not account for is the absurdity of the big 10 to take over on wednesday and thursday I recorded before any of the games went final on Wednesday because I just assumed the two clear favorites would win. And then Ohio State beats Maryland. Penn State beats Northwestern. On Thursday, Minnesota, who has clearly the worst team in the Big Ten this year, beats Rutgers. Illinois beats Michigan. That was a lot of results I threw at you. The end result of it all... The Hoosiers have a chance at a double buy, a, a pretty good chance at a double buy. It's it's convoluted. Try to stick with me here. I'm going to try to explain it to you as simply as possible. For one, the Hoosiers have to win Sunday against Michigan. We'll preview that game here in a little bit. Assuming they beat Michigan, here's what the Hoosiers need to happen. One of uh, Iowa, Maryland, or Northwestern have to lose on Sunday. There is no way if the Hoosiers win and all of those teams win, the Hoosiers are your five seed. Because they'll be tied and they don't have the tiebreakers with any of those teams. So the only way for them to get a double bye is one of those teams to lose. It's, it's up in the air. Uh, I think the best shot, the graph I'm showing on YouTube, got just pay attention only to the top of the graph. Uh, the This was before the Illinois-Michigan game tonight. That game uh, went final. Illinois won in double overtime. What a wild game. So only the top of this graph matters for those watching on YouTube this is another reason to go over to YouTube, guys, because you can look at this and see all the possibilities yourself. But I would say the most likely result that can go in the Hoosiers' favor will be Northwestern Rutgers. They are two on paper, evenly matched teams. Ken Palm predicts Rutgers to win by five. Now, I say that having just told you that Rutgers lost to Minnesota last uh, Wednesday night. So, 
it's again on paper that is the most likely outcome. Maryland away from Maryland also is not even remotely the same. That's slated as a one point game as well against Penn State. There are outs here. <laughs> there are a couple outs. I would say the least likely of the outcomes is Nebraska and Iowa, but not by much. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if I got on here on uh, next week and we were thanking Nebraska for beating Iowa. So all the Hoosiers need is one of those results to happen and they will get a double buy, which you that you can aim higher. I'll mention that in a second. You just got to be thanking your lucky stars that you're even in contention for a double buy at this point. The dream scenario right now, there are eight possible outcomes. Uh, six of those end in IU being a top four seed. One of those ends with IU being the two seed. That requires Nebraska to beat Iowa, Penn State to beat Maryland, and Rutgers to beat Northwestern. Technically, that's two home teams winning and Nebraska upsetting Iowa on the road, which is perhaps the least likeliest. If everything plays out chalk, as it is predicted simply by Ken Palm, that is Iowa winning, that is Maryland uh, losing, and that is Northwestern losing. So your winners would be Iowa, Penn State, Northwestern. You can look at that. Iowa, Penn State, Northwestern, IU is a four seed. That would be Maryland dropping down. Like I said, the Maryland, Penn State, Northwestern, Rutgers games are kind of toss-ups. If Iowa wins, which is very likely, IU cannot get above a four seed. Anything outside of that, any chance of IU to move above a four seed requires Iowa to lose on Sunday. But I'm not going to try to sit here and predict things because the Big Ten has been a mess. As I'm recording this, Michigan State has not played uh, they're even on losses. I believe they play. They must play on Friday and then have a very quick turnaround. Uh, or no, excuse me. They had a game canceled, so they're going to be a game off on all this uh, because of the uh, tragic shooting. Uh, they had the game against, I believe, Rutgers canceled. So Mich- uh, Michigan State is going to finish on eight. or They have eight losses right now, but their win percentage isn't good enough to put them in a tie with everyone else. So outside of that, Maryland, Indiana, Iowa, Illinois, Michigan, and Northwestern all are 11 and 8. Unfortunately, Purdue has won the conference outright. Uh, We'll not discuss that too much, but that is six teams at 11 and 8. What this conference lacks in quality, boy, has it made up for in absurdity especially over the last, as you're listening to this, 48, 55, 60 hours, somewhere around there. Last couple of days, uh, starting with the IU-Iowa game and ending with uh, the double overtime Michigan-Illinois game. What a wild, wild 
set of results we have had. But the end of it, as I said, it the door is wide open for IU to get a top four seed, which I don't think any of us thought that was a possibility on Tuesday after that game. We're going to preview the IU-Michigan game, but we're going to do that here in a minute because as the men were just doing absurd things on uh, Tuesday, the women's Big Ten tournament kicked off, or excuse me, they were in day two, a slew of really fun games. So IU is going to play Michigan State. They're going to get the chance to avenge one of their losses. They're going to get the chance to have beaten every team in the Big Ten this year. We're going to preview that game here in one moment. First, let's talk about our sponsor of today's episode, FanDuel. Just past the midway point of the NBA season, and now is a perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Way more importantly, March Madness is here. No better time to be betting than uh, during March Madness, especially because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet does not win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money line, point scores, threes drained. I cannot in good faith encourage you to bet on the Big Ten, but you can if you want to. If you want to bet on the possibility, uh, a parlay of... IU getting the two seed, be my guess, but I again, I cannot recommend that in good faith. Uh, but FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same-game parlays as well. So don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Big thanks to you guys for making us your first listen every single day. Uh, Make sure you guys check out Locked On College Basketball. There's no better time to be listening to those guys as well uh, with March Madness here. They have everything from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Let's talk about women's basketball. Put a pen in the men's basketball discussion for just a minute. I want to talk women's basketball because the Big Ten tournament has been an absolute blast through uh, one day. I'm going to share the screen again. I'm trying to make this so that you guys on YouTube get the uh, extra experience. So come on over to YouTube, guys. I'm going to share the screen so that we can see the bracket for women's basketball. Uh, Every game on Thursday was a blast. Michigan State, Nebraska. Michigan State edges out that one. Penn State, Michigan. Michigan looked ugly all game long, but somehow survives against Penn State. They gave, they did everything they could to give that game away. Purdue versus Wisconsin. Purdue trailed big, big in the first half in this one. I think they only scored 21 points in the first half and come back and win that game against Wisconsin. The only uneventful game. And the whole tournament, even dating back to the first two rounds, uh, was um, Illinois versus Rutgers. Illinois ran away with that one. It sets up a very fun day for today, starting with IU versus Michigan State. The one team 
IU has not beat in Big Ten play this year. That is one of their only two losses. That happened on December 29th, just before the new year. They beat the Hoosiers 83-78. to Obviously, that was without Grace Berger. Uh, it was a frustrating game. Indiana was in a little bit of a funk at that point, and they, uh, the Hoosiers kind of had a loss coming if we're being honest the, the it was it, it felt like it was coming it eventually did they fall to Michigan State in that one what has Michigan State done since then uh not a lot surprising obviously anytime I use good enough that that's gonna be their banner moment this season figuratively not literally uh Michigan State kind of falls under the category of like best of the rest. I think them, Nebraska, among the teams that like weren't really ranked, I'm not really including Illinois in that group, uh, but outside of that, Nebraska, Michigan State are um, the ones that kind of fall in that category because Michigan State beat who they were supposed to beat. Uh, they beat Rutgers. Uh, they beat Wisconsin. They beat Penn State. They beat Minnesota. They beat Penn State twice. They beat Nebraska once. They lost to Nebraska once. They're 7-10, and 10, but they didn't really do anything all that shocking outside of beating Indiana. So, a very mediocre team, and one that the Hoosiers should be able to take care of. You could make a pretty compelling case that this has set up uh, for... as. I don't want to say ideally, but I actually ideally might be the word. Losing to Iowa is suboptimal. To do it immediately before the tournament, though, it's better to do it then than to do it during any tournament play. So you come in with a, a, a focus from that alone, and then you get to play the one team you have not beaten this season in your first game. That is going to be a very focused IU team. Uh, we talked earlier in the week about how the bracket has set up pretty nicely for IU not have to uh, play Iowa or Maryland until the end, but they have to beat Michigan State first. I'm confident that is Michigan State is a decent team, not a great team, uh, but a team the Hoosiers can beat. They haven't really shown that they're capable of pulling off any more upsets. Uh, they've lost. They they did take Iowa to overtime. Outside of that, they've lost to every ranked team they've played. They're a feisty team. I'll give them that. Like, they did beat Indiana. They're, there's obviously something there. And they just never went away against Indiana. So there is kind of that trait that they have. Obviously, though, you have to back the Hoosiers in this one. It's a game that will tip off at 1230. The tournament is in Minnesota. It's on Big Ten Network. Just turn on Big Ten Network tomorrow. Leave it on in the background. Watch some basketball games because uh, it's been a blast, the Big Ten tournament so far, and Friday should be a really fun day. If the Hoosiers win on Friday. They will advance to the semifinal. They'll play the first game of the semifinal on Saturday. 
Uh, I closed the tab that had the schedule. I'm trying to pull it up right now, but uh, that would be a 2.30 Eastern tip for Saturday. And then the championship game, if they make it there, is 5 p.m. Eastern on ESPN, I believe, uh, if I did the, the, the numbers right. Regardless, though, let's win Friday and take advantage, take care of business there. Now, we got all that out of the way. Let's talk the men's team. Because, again, golden opportunity at hand here. Whether they deserve it, I don't know, but a golden opportunity at hand here. Can IU take advantage of it and potentially head into the Big Ten tournament with a double bye? We'll discuss that here in a moment. The Hoosiers versus Michigan, 4.30 p.m. on Sunday. Suboptimal that it's probably going to be IU men and IU women if let me rephrase this. I don't want to jinx the women's team. If the women's team makes it to the Big Ten title game, the women and the men will be playing simultaneously, which suboptimal. Um, but the men's game is at 4.30 p.m. Assembly Hall, CBS. The women's game would be on ESPN. Bring out a couple monitors, go back and forth, whatever it takes. But you can deal with that problem when it comes. Michigan obviously was one of the more gritty road wins the Hoosiers had this season uh since that meeting Michigan beat Wisconsin or excuse me lost to Wisconsin at the Kohl Center everybody every IU fan knows that that's a haunted house um uh, the haunted uh halls of the Kohl Center but they rattled off three wins they beat Michigan State they beat Rutgers and probably they beat Wisconsin at home it took a wild Hunter Dickinson three to even force overtime. And then they win the game in overtime before falling to Illinois in double overtime on Thursday. Uh, that was a wild game. I watched the final two overtimes. Michigan had a chance to tie this game and force potentially triple overtime. Came up way short. They didn't look. Illinois looked the aggressor for most of the extra sessions. Michigan kind of looked like they looked a bit fatigued. There were a lot of people that played a lot of minutes in that contest. I mention that because the that's a quick turnaround from Thursday to Sunday coming off a double overtime game. Uh, you had four different players for Michigan play at least 44 minutes including Dickinson, who played 45 minutes. Jet Howard, Cody Bufkin each played 44 minutes. So there's going to be some wobbly legs, I'd imagine, in that one. All good things for Indiana. All things the Hoosiers should take advantage of. The quick rundown. Statistically, Michigan has been a, a pretty decent team. Fourth in adjusted efficiency offensively. Third defensively. Uh, if you look at, they're the best defense in terms of effective field goal percentage. Um, they defend the three well. They defend the two well. The one They don't create a lot of turnovers. The Hoosiers do that themselves at times. Offensively, they're uh, fifth in three-point and two-point percentage. 
first in block percentage because Hunter Dickinson doesn't get blocked. Trace Jackson Davis will have something to say about that. Uh, but they're just a, an above average team statistically. Obviously, they're a 17 and 13 team, 11 and 8 in the Big Ten. The results don't necessarily match the statistics on this one. Uh, I'm not sure that they're a tournament team right now. So it's a Michigan team that's going to be hungry. They need these wins. This would be as big of a win probably that they're going to have a chance at getting. So the Hoosiers have to come out knowing that. But it's already a team the Hoosiers have beaten. You're at home. Michigan is coming off the double overtime game. A a much quicker turnaround. A couple days quicker turnaround. Literally everything points at... Uh, this one favoring IU. So take advantage of the opportunity. That's obviously the biggest thing to watch. This has to be a better response on Tuesday. Come out firing from the get-go. You take the early lead. You get Michigan rattled. You get the crowd going crazy. It's senior day, obviously. That crowd's going to be electric. They're going to want reasons to go bonkers. Give them those reasons. Don't let like what happened with Iowa where you come out, you fall behind real quick and assembly hall was hardly in the game at all in that one. Don't just don't do that. You get the early start. You take advantage. I mentioned it's senior day. Xavier Johnson may or may not suit up. It sounded like he's very close. Uh, He went through the full, not just like a pregame, like warm up before everyone else came out. He went through the layup lines. He was in Jersey. He was everything. He just did not play on Tuesday. I would imagine he's going to play, but there has been zero indication of that. Reintegrating him into this is going to be fascinating. I would assume he's coming off the bench, and I don't know that you can start him uh, the rest of the season. We can have that discussion next week if he plays on Sunday, but reintegrating him is going to be hard enough. I don't think you can put him in the starting lineup after how I use played all season. And especially the last month and a half, almost two months at this point, but whether he plays will be the other big thing to watch. You can do some scoreboard watching, but Penn state will have already played Maryland. Iowa and Nebraska will be final just about tip time for the Hoosiers. So they might know that a win gets them a double buy at that point. I don't know that that's something that they're just going to actively tell them. You should win for a litany of reasons, but IU fans should know or could know at that point that a win gets them in. If not, Rutgers, Northwestern's at 730. So we might have to sweat it out. We might know very early on in the day, uh, and there's a lot of room in between, but It's going to be an exciting weekend. We could have a Big Ten champion at the end of the week, or weekend, excuse me. The men's team could have a double bye. They could theoretically be as high as a two seed after all this. Boy, buckle up. Now, having said how crazy this weekend's going to be, we are not going to have a show on Monday. Uh, To be blunt, I'm going on my brother's bachelor's party. Uh, So we're going to be gone for the weekend. I'm going to try to find bars to watch these games in, but I'm not taking anything to podcast while gone. So we will not be here Monday. We will be here Tuesday. I'm 
going to attempt to record Locked On Nows that will go on either YouTube or Twitter. Depends on my sobriety level, if I'm being honest. Nonetheless, follow us on Twitter. We'll be uh, tweeting out the... Or during the games, we'll be interacting. You can follow us there. We will be back on the podcast feed and with a full show on Tuesday. So be sure you guys are subscribed then. Let's have one hell of a weekend, guys. Thank you for being or for making us your first listen every day. For your second listen, check out the brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus, hear from big name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Follow us on Twitter if you have not already. Subscribe. Uh, Leave those ratings and reviews. I appreciate it. I've seen you guys that have been leaving them. You guys are awesome. Uh, I love each and every one of you that have done it. Uh, If you haven't already, it helps us out immensely. Just a quick rating or review. Uh, it, It means the world. It helps us out so much. So please do. Let's go Hoosiers. Let's have uh let's have a hell of a weekend to talk about when we're back here next week. But as always guys, LEO.